So yeah, he has many options. He could trade up. He could trade those picks and get immediate help and probably compete next year if he wanted to. I don't quite think he's ready to compete next year. If he wanted to, he could. Eh. I mean, yeah, I don't see him. Yeah, sorry. He's got one offensive line. He's got Tyson Berry as his only real defenseman. Not great goalkeeping. I don't think he's ready to compete next year. Hello and welcome back to the third episode of Puck You Robbie podcast. Uh, today we do not have Bob, the Vegas GM, but instead we have Jeremy, the Nashville uh, GM. Uh, Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm better than Bob. No, I'm doing ah. um, doing good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, in addition, we have Derek, the Colorado Avalanche GM. Hello. Uh, Robbie. Uh, the Philly GM. I still have a job. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> and then, uh, last but not least, we have the Vancouver uh, GM, Chris. Please direct all your free agency questions somewhere else. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Are you getting bombarded with a lot of questions? Uh, I've had a fair amount of people just basically not like the outcome and think that I personally slighted them. Oh, um, that's fun. Or, you know, the system's flawed, therefore I'm leaving the league. Uh, that's happened. Um, that did happen. That's yeah. Cool. Or, or, you know, not, it, hasn't, it hasn't been that bad. And, right, and I, right. I appreciate more that people are actually paying attention than mm-hmm. them giving me shit. So it's been good. I think, uh, you know, there's stuff to take away from it and learn and do better. And I think... I think it was worth trying something different, at least. I think think it's worked fairly well. I mean, like... uh, You follow and vote as an agent, speaking as an agent. I think think the one thing that overall we would change is uh, who's voting, what is is somehow hidden. Not that it's played any part of any influence in anything, but um, you want to just... It keeps that simplicity to it, and it would help ensure even more, right? it's just a blind jury process versus you know yep yeah i, I agree i don't know if it's possible but it is so i do appreciate you guys taking over because uh free agency can be a bit of a headache and stress and uh just getting some time away from the league has been a, a little nice so i appreciate it even in the bahamas where you been uh just not not in the league i've been Walking a lot, I guess. So the Bahamas. Yes, the Bahamas. Uh, Now, to get on track here, uh, today we are going to be talking about... I have a list of 10 teams here, and I just 10 very interesting teams that have have had interesting off-seasons. But before we get into that, I just kind of wanted to mention that we need to get into the coaches draft here, uh, probably in early August. And uh, the way that's going to be done is it's just it's not going to be a live draft. It'll just be conducted over maybe a week or so. And uh, and and I'll I'll just kind of write it all up so that way everyone can kind of see. But um, it will not be a live draft. Also, Derek, you mentioned on what was it? Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. I completely forgot about awards. So we're going to have to figure out that and. uh August spoiler well. alert. Yes. Avalanche. Yes, spoiler alert. The Avalanche are going to win a lot of awards, I'm sure. Except for the one except for the one that matters the most. Yes, the GM the Calder. The one that the matters Cald- to Vancouver. The one that matters the most to the future of the game, my friend. I mean, that one there was no competition. It was just Patterson and then like nobody even comes close to his number. Uh Hints was like third, I think, or second. Yeah, Hints and he. Okay. I had, I, it was it was a stacked race, but I'm I'm here for it. So that was the plan. Uh, now, Robbie, I want to start with you. When um, I say like interesting off season, what is a team that comes to mind for you? Interesting off season. Yes. Um. Oh man, that's interesting. 
See what I did there? That's terrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I should be hit sometimes. Um, I'm going to say Arizona because they started in a different place than where they are now. Yes, I actually have them written. <laughs> I actually have them written down like, as one of the teams. Like, like I know it's it sounds it's so stupid because you know it's the end of the year and things go on. But I mean, like they changed their roster in a way for the better faster. They went and got Eichel. They got Blake Wheeler. That changes everything for what they're doing. I mean, uh, not just that they added Henrique, uh, James Neal, Cam Fowler. And uh, Ilya Samsonov is ready to take over. So. But then also put in 10 free agency offers and rescinded them all and then left the league. And then got a that's, new GM. And that's... backed out of an alleged trade. Yeah, like, but I think they win most interesting offseason for all well, kinds that's... of good and bad reasons. Well, I mean, yeah, the, uh, what, whatever happened at the, at the helm of the GM, it happens. There's a lot of pressure in these leagues. You gotta commit time, and in some scenarios, you, you just can't. And if you, yeah, it's it's tough because there's I, I'm in four leagues. I'm sure there's people that are in five leagues. Uh, I get the luxury of we can do it all through our phones. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think at, it's just maybe it was just too much. Who knows? That's that's their degree, and we brought in Mr. Parliament, and he does things. That's that's he what does, I appreciate about him. <laughs> he does things. He does things, yeah. and, and it's going to be interesting to see because he hasn't done anything yet. He's just literally got the roster. He's got a good prospect pool. He's got one first round pick for next year. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he um, that, that the uh, normal. The first was traded not that long ago. Yeah, Calgary. He got like all of Calgary's picks this year for. Oh yeah, that's right. But I mean, you know, it's it's a team that suddenly it looked like it's trending a different direction than it was last year. It wanted to be in a basement. It was in the basement. Didn't win the lottery. Got pissed. Changed the direction. And I mean, we'll see with the new ratings this year and what direction they go and how good they are. But that's my team at this moment. Yeah, I mean, you you've done very similar to the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, now, Chris, I'm going to ask you the same question. A team that comes to mind when I say interesting offseason. That isn't Arizona? Um, y- obviously, yes. I mean, the, the most token answer would be Jeremy's Nashville Predators. Uh, Another team I have written down here. Yeah, and that, that's just because of how far removed from reality that team was when... Jeremy took it over. Um, Removed from reality. Yeah, that, that <laughs> team was just... Realize you can say whatever you like about this team and what I've done, and I'm not... What do you mean? They had no, no, respectable no. eight wins on the season. They scored 123 goals, <laughs> and they only gave up 347. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking pretty solid. They almost had double digits wins. Was almost as many goals as I scored. Mentally, before anybody went through it physically. But this is also the same team now that has McDavid on it. It had 463 first-round picks. Um, I think I think it's been turned around pretty well to actually be a, like. I, I get why people tank in these leagues, but it also isn't fun to watch people tank, like. It's kind of frustrating that you have in our league there was what four or five teams that were fighting for for last and one team that was fighting for first. That seems to me like I, I'm just glad that some of the teams that were so bad last year were able to turn around. That's what makes it interesting to me now. Is as a league we're in a better spot because tanking is not as um, fun. Yeah, I mean, tanking's literally like, all right, can you what? How many good things can you give me for this good thing so I can be as shitty as possible? I'll take the season off. Yeah, and and just don't log in, which I'm guilty of in other leagues, and I don't find those other leagues good. Um, so I think, I think Jeremy's done well, but I think it's also interesting because now there's an expectation to see how, how much of a turnaround there is there. Uh, especially with McDavid on the roster, you've got to consider that 
I, I, I'm not going to say McDavid makes any team a contender. Uh, look at real life. The Edmonton Oilers are not a contender. Um, but it does make you instantly a bubble team, at the very least. Um, and we'll see. Yeah, the Central's interesting because you have Colorado Avalanche at the top. And then after that, it's you know it's pretty much anybody for second, third, and fourth. Uh, so I mean I could see Nashville competing for second. I don't I don't see why not, especially with McDavid and O'Reilly as your one-two punch. They were both scan that. I just want yeah, to say uh, you should refresh the page and look at my uh, now edited right wing deck. Wow, he's reassigned players to the positions <laughs> they can actually play. Can we talk about? I didn't know Troy Brower was still in the NHL. Ah, uh, yeah. Did he retire? I don't know. I've heard anything. I don't remember now. Now I have to Google it. I thought he played last year. Well, after my yeah, he played 13 games last year. More than one. Now you're after Brower. He lives. I'm not after anybody. After the turtlenecks. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad to see uh, Colin Wilson is in the NHL. That that makes me feel good right now. Are you, are you more impressed that someone signed Pavel Datsuk in the off season? <laughs> no, I totally know why he did it. That's why. Uh, that's why half the players signed in the uh, the AHL to play with Datsuk. <laughs> is he even gonna make your AHL roster? We'll figure it out, buddy. Because <laughs> he's pretty low on the depth chart. Hey, listen, I think I think he'd be like a fourth line center on my AHL team at this point. We're not here to crap on Datsuk. We're here to talk about the potential bubble team that is the Nashville Predators. Yeah, and I think based on the ratings that you have, I know overalls don't matter a ton. But to kind of bring it back to what we were talking about there, you've got a fair amount, like what five forwards that are over seventy. Um, your whole defense core is over 70. All your your two goal starting goalies are over 80. That's like I don't want to toot my own horn, but that's I I have a similar setup with a few more forwards that are over 70, and I consider myself a, a you know a, a decent team in the in the West. So I think you're going to be in that six seven eight spot in in the West. And that's going to be a huge turnaround, obviously from last year. I I. You know, obviously had no chance of competing, but yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and I would say six, seven, eight, based on like overall standings, not necessarily playoffs heating, because I think the one, two, three, and then wild cards is stupid. And still, with obviously wanting to win now, I still have all those firsts in the future, and that I've just moved and another draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could definitely some pretty solid pieces. Uh, obviously, didn't work all year because I thought I'd have. Uh, four picks in the top ten, but didn't work out that way. Still drafted really well, though. I'm happy with it. Yep, I think I think your next year or two is. I mean, you could turn all of those. You've got what nine first rounders in the next two years. You could turn that into a lineup that's pretty wild. It's a different team. <laughs> okay, now Jeremy, I'm going to ask you the same question. Pick a team that so you think. I have two, and I feel like they're the same conversation. I wonder if it's the same two I have. What Ottawa's doing, but okay. I think I'd rather talk about the Boston side. Literally so, the same okay. two teams I was thinking of. Okay, cool. So, I thought you were going to say Penguins. <laughs> um, well, no, I don't want to get like, third team down the line. Don't want to. I don't want to get attacked. Uh, so with <laughs> Boston, I think. See, me and Jesse always have this. Like, I know Jesse has a huge, huge crush on me, and I know he's listening right now. Like, <laughs> what I have to say about his team, but honestly, uh, I think he's a trade whore, but he makes really good trades. I think he's always really fun to negotiate with and just go back and forth and see. He's always looking and he's always shopping. And what is he shopping? Malkin now? Man, like, man, man, man fun, fun is a word I wouldn't use, but. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, here we are, right? He's got completely flipped his roster around from what he had last year. He he got Kachuk on a great deal. He got Malkin on a great deal. He got Trocek on a great deal. Bertuzzi on a great deal. And gave up some pieces, but still, oh, Shabbat on a great deal. Yep. So he's done a lot. And I mean, <laughs> it's funny because I'll talk about this now and then look at his roster in two weeks and now then I'll sound like an idiot because I'll have none of that stuff left. And 
plus. He's going to win the cup this year. He has Yanni Gore. <laughs> Off-season darling I'm Yanni Gord. Might quit. Like I don't, I don't even know what happens in this. It's like the Big Brother house in in the Nichol or what do you even call this thing anymore? The asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, all I know is tying in Ottawa to that conversation. Boston and Ottawa went back and forth and kind of just took some dynamite and went have fun and and it's, they're in the same division, obviously. Martin realizes that because I know where Martin's going this season. Um, so, but I think yeah, he's, he's got a lot more for a lot of young pieces when you're asking for, and again, not to crap on Martin because he's done a lot. I think we should. Him. I think we should. I think so we maybe should somebody too. else can, but Martin knows what he's doing. I, I think we should. I, I think we should. We should crap on Martin until he trades Raphael Lavoy to a place that will actually use him. Unpopular opinion is I always look at trades, especially when a GM comes into a league and you have a player like, I don't know, I'll use Malkin again, for example, or whoever it is. You don't move that player like that hour or two hours from then, or Shabbat or Kachan. Literally anybody Ottawa moved that night. <laughs> yeah, so those players need to, I don't know, kind of rest on a block for maybe marinade is the word you're looking for maybe you don't want to negotiate trades you don't want to kind of get into a bidding war but i mean isn't that part of the thrill if you want to give up on a player who's still only 20 22 but, and proven but like you know what i mean but so. it's not looked at as giving up in that scenario they have a direction and and the thing the thing to remember with with wildcard jesse and trade happy martin is They've both been in these for a long time in different aspects, so they they kind of know what they're doing. I mean, Jesse flies by the seat of his pants. I'm with you. By tomorrow, he'll have traded Malkin probably for <laughs> for who knows. I don't yeah, even know, see, right? Bye. But but they both have a plan, and and you can see the plan, and that's you. It's interesting, you know, because at the same time, there's Detroit. He's new. And I don't know what he's doing, but he's popping off every time you turn around, too. I like how we're slowly working our way towards the Penguins. Um, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is the Atlantic that has Ottawa and Boston also has Toronto. And uh, and Buffalo. And, yeah, but Tampa Bay's a shit team run by a shit team. Like they got rid of Morgan Riley. I think they'll be good this year. No, Tampa Bay is a shit team run by a shit GM, and he knows exactly why I'm saying that. <laughs> listen, listen, they cleared themselves with the Riley curse. Let's see where they go this year. Yeah, but fuck Corey. I'm sorry. <laughs> as I'm long kidding. as Corey doesn't draft my guy before I do, I'm okay with him. I'm just kidding. Um, I guess what I'm saying is that whole division is like the division you go to if you want to make trades all the time. Hmm. Like that, there's no such thing as a steady roster. I would actually say Corey's roster is probably one of the most steady in that division, because um, everybody else just moves shit around all the time. You will give Corey is that his roster is the steadiest of a, a an absolute garbage fire. Of a uh, I mean, I give Corey shit, but I actually like a lot of his moves, and I like his team. You know, pre Martin, Ottawa made like one trade, I think. So <laughs> true, but there were guys. There were guys that. We're learning and figuring out their way. And well, a and, lot of guys got yes. burned by the Todd. So, yeah. or, or a lot of guys got—I wouldn't say burned, but a lot of guys got uh, a lesson from people like Jesse, who know what to look for in these leagues, versus trading for guys that NHL.com put the most marketing behind. Right. Um, and that's uh, personally that's why I didn't trade for the first. You know, six months of the league was. I wasn't gonna jump in and get fucking roasted by by all these veteran GMs kicking around. I mean, I, I saw Bergeron and Marchand <laughs> on the block, and I said, mm, "I like those guys, and they're on good deals." Yeah, you you went all in, and but you started out like I would say Colorado was one of the best teams to start out with because you yeah. just had an insane yeah. prospect pool, and then also a great you know. True, but but also I I didn't walk into it exactly the team I like. There were some trades on that. No. Like mm, I wish I had that trade back. Like I wish yes. I didn't trade away Thomas Grice. Mm. 
But you did, you like, yes, Colorado yeah, I, had a, I a lot my, of options. Pushed my chips to the middle because I wanted to go mm-hmm. all in. <laughs> and it paid off in a Sounds huge like way. So, go Avalanche. Go Avalanche. Uh, I guess, Derek, I'm going to now now move on to you because you said you had a couple teams as well. Okay. Well, if, if Jeremy hasn't already spoken of them, I was going to say like Boston and Ottawa, but I'll pick a new team. Okay. Because reasons. Um, let me just look across the board here. I'll go Pittsburgh because this one always stood out to me. And their name is kind of been blown around. I know Chris has been waiting on this for a little bit. So we had a changing of the GMs. Twice. Twice. Yeah, twice. Um, new latest GM comes in and wants to rework the roster, which I get. You know, maybe there are a couple pieces you want to move or something like that. But it's still Pittsburgh. It's still a competitive roster. You know, you probably come out, you know, top three in the Metro probably next year. Still with with the pieces you have, maybe you trade some stuff if you want to retool. We get a full out sell. What I'll call, I'll call it a sell. So to me, it's a sell. Crosby gone. Malkin gone. Latang gone. Uh, Wheeler gone for pennies. Um, and when the piece is back, I don't think we're initially, because I think one of the trades had to be reworked a little bit. Um, uh, the Malkin trade. Yeah, had to be an extra pick thrown in there, of course. Um, and I just think the pieces back never, I don't think, are better than what they started with, even in if you're looking to get younger and cheaper. So I don't know. It's, because they still have a respectable roster. They really do. Yeah, it's, it's easy to look at his moves and say, I wouldn't have done that because, fun fact, I wouldn't have done that. But because I think, fun fact, I think Crosby and Malkin are really good players, and I don't know if I'm I'm selling them right away. He's got, he's got something he wants to do here. He's still got some really good players, but I just think again, it's going back to my further point. It's just sour grapes. Like I didn't get there first for you know. The <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, I appreciate I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I think a lot of people got a little bit uppity about some of the trades because they didn't realize they could have made that trade because uh, I, I know I, what was it? Crosby was on the block or Malkin was on the block for 43 seconds <laughs> before he was just shipped off like nobody got a chance to say edgewise and Yanni you know. Gord, Gord was on the block for 24 hours before he hit buyouts <laughs> yeah Predators legend Yanni Gord, Gord. Um, I don't know for me it's like I think to win a lot, or at least to put together a competitive roster compared to a lot of other rosters in this league, you need to have at least one like star player. And I think it's so it was weird for me to see Crosby shipped out and then Malkin also shipped out. Because I think what what he's built back, and I made this comment in in the Discord and everything, I was like, it's a lot of depth. And it's like, it's a lot of of, nice pieces you'd like to have on like a lot of other rosters and stuff like that, but you wouldn't want your entire roster to be that way. He doesn't even have a first, does he? No. You don't necessarily know. But you don't... Going into this year, it's going to be in water because we don't necessarily know how everything's going to piece together, right? Which is true. It's just, I don't know. The way I would, I, I imagine a lot of these winning rosters built is like you have at, le- at least one nice piece you can point to and be like, yep, that's the star of this. Uh, we're built around this and everything else is good to be built, be around it. And then everything else kind of falls in place. Whereas I think Pittsburgh went from, uh, we have a couple star players and maybe we ship them out for some more death pieces. We ship out all the star players for all death pieces. I think uh, there's a larger grand strategy at play here. Sure. Um, and, and you know what? 40, so, and I can, I, I, can, wild game. I, I can break it down into two pieces. One, he might just not like Crosby and Malkin. A lot of people don't like the Penguins per se. Um I but, think the other thing is the their ages. I mean, they're getting mid. Yeah, they're getting up there. Yeah, they're mid thirties. Um, true. So. And and the other thing too is, uh, Martin or not Martin? Sorry, Glenn is in what two or three other leagues? So I've been in pretty much every league I've ever been in. Personally. Yeah. So so I think when you take all of the leagues at once, I know for a fact. I mean, we can we can talk about the ex Coyotes GM that these leagues don't stand in bubbles by themselves. What you do in one can affect things in others. So, I mean, I've swung a trade with Glenn in another league that's beyond magic um, in every regard. I don't even know why it happened. Uh, but I kind of feel like at some point Glenn's going to come by and be like, you know, in this league and that league, I let these things slide, and I want this in this league. And if he's in five different leagues, he can just stagger his time and find whichever one works best. Yeah, he can literally... One? I think that's he can, the only person no, but, but, that it seems like it's Glenn. 
I think I th I think he's just shotgunning it across all of the leagues, and whichever one works, he kind of falls into. That's fine. Uh, Glenn's Glenn's got a style to what he does. I think the other thing that it's I'm saying that's a style though, Robbie. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. But he's, uh, he's, he's not the type to come at you in another league and be like, hey, man, so... Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, what I mean by that is, like, in another league when he finds that what he's been doing is starting to work, that's where he's going to ramp up that team versus, you know... He's happy to let three teams just kind of be there and, and work them through trades until one starts to look good, and then he focuses on the one that looks good. Yes and no. Uh, the other thing the Penguins did is they gave themselves quite a bit of cap relief. Uh, now they have about $9.5 million to work with, which True. in these leagues, I mean, one of the most valuable asset is cap space. Did you hear Ryan or... Hansen's on the block? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is he? It's <laughs> been your cap space. <laughs> so, so from what I understand, $9 million gets some Sedano Chara. <laughs> but yeah, so I, th I think Pittsburgh, it'll be interesting to see where Pittsburgh goes this year, kind of where they end up. I think, uh, not 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 to toot Washington's horn here, but I like the I, I kind of I see I see a little bit of myself in Washington. I I, I like Washington's team. Um, I I, that... I think I think that the Penguins would be an an okay team if they got better goaltending. I mean, do they still have Matt Murray? Right? Yeah, they, they have Matt Murray, who's rated 81 overall. And Not, yeah, not it's okay. are better than this 81 to 83 range that most teams have at this point. Well, I mean, I picked up Stalock, who's an 82 or 83 for so a million, million bucks. In this 81 to 83 range. Yeah, yeah. that make, that's also him being the third best goalie on my team. Like, I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, Teams that are on their way towards better things uh, have got deeper depth in that. Just the Capitals are disgusting, but I love props to Reno for going to his page, and the first thing you see every time is just his tits. two sets of nips, just right up against, <laughs> right up against the glass. And then you click one more, and it's like Ovechkin, Crosby, Pasta, and you're like, yes. oh, I'm done. Which page is better, to be honest? <laughs> not just that but then you scroll down a little bit and then you see carlson dowdy ekholm ellis and mcavoy mcavoy just, just third pair like yeah, yeah. i'd love to have that problem <laughs> yes uh, i do have ca the capitals written down here as well just because i love the fact that crosby and ovechkin are on the same team and they're going to be potentially on the same line uh, I, I I know this is more just a real life thing, but my God, Crosby and Ovechkin on the same team is just. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to completely ignore the fact that Ryan Kessler is also on that team. Thank you very much. Th that is true. And it, 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 Ryan Kessler, Ryan Kessler will do nothing but fuck everybody's wife on that team. So, <laughs> luckily, well, that doesn't matter. I mean, I mean personally, it just hurts to see Brad Richardson on that team. I know when he comes back to the Pepsi Center, he'll get his ring and we'll congratulate him. But man, was, I was hoping he'd come back. He just doesn't like uh, Froyo. He just doesn't like the Froyo. You know, sometimes Froyo is not for everybody. You know? the, all of the European free agents I've been able to sign seem to love it. I, what if Brad Richardson kind of knows a thing or two and has a pretty good idea of who's going to win the cup every year and he just kind of will just keep bouncing around from team to team? That that hurts a lot because he's a Canucks killer. <laughs> in real life, he murders the Canucks. Well, at least he's in the on the East Coast, so you don't have to worry about it. I do when it matters, if I get that far. God, do you think your team's good enough to make it to the finals? Looking at, again, I know overalls aren't everything, but looking at the overall ratings, me and, and the Capitals here have some similarities. Um, I have, I think, 15 players that are 70-plus. Uh, so I, I do think I have the I have the team to do it, yeah. I have, a t I have a team to get at least to the conference finals. Okay. Maybe I've got Rupe Hints. I've Maybe got Rupe Hints. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got a couple teams you got to go through. I, yeah, no, no, I, I fully admit, like I'm saying. Has Rupe bought a mansion yet? Uh, Rupe has been paid, son. Where's so. I really don't care. Uh... <laughs> All right. Now I want to talk a te- about a team that we don't have to worry about in the Pacific anymore. And that's the uh, San Jose Sharks, who have decided to bow out of the crazy Pacific. They oh, borked it. Up. And they just completely blew it up this, this uh, offseason. And I don't know why. I really like it wasn't terrible, but I don't know why they decided to go full, um, full bork. Well, you look at a lot of the players they traded. Kopitar is getting up there. Keith is getting up there. Couture's getting up there. Pavelski's getting up there. They right. So ride it into the sun. They still have Getzlaff and Burns, and I mean Myers isn't crazy old, but like they've they've got Justin Williams on their team that they went out and signed. Patrick Marlowe, like saying that some guy is thirty-five and they're getting up there, you may as well ride all of those getting up there guys instead of seven of ten of them. I, I well, I think they just picked up Getzloff as just like a deal to get some picks or something, right? Uh, yeah, I, I yes, mean, yes, clearly Columbus was just paying them to take Getzloff. So, but, so why keep Dylan Gambrell? Like that's one you could move pretty easy. Um, I'm thrilled that he took Evan Rodriguez, so I won't complain about that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what the plan is looking at this team. Cause even if you look at the picks, yeah, they have more than one per round, but they don't have like super quality picks. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know, second and thirds can come, come into play and be something, but the majority of the extra picks they have are fourth and beyond. Right. I think they said good in the second and third, though. I think that's that's solid. But again, you need that. If with their roster and their position, they need another first. Like, what mm. they really not, not having their right own now? first is going to hurt. Yeah. Who has their first? Is it you, Jeremy? Did you just have, you're the first person I go to look to if someone doesn't have one. You do. You have their pick. <laughs> so you have their pick. So you're going to benefit off the the Sharks kind of. Awesome. They're going to have. Uh, they're going to get a top ten pick most likely next year. Yeah, top already, ten, I'm top really five. Ready for it? Like, that's old news. I had four of those last year. That's nothing. Oh man, you have yeah. And then see what I can do. Oof. Yeah, so you're just sitting back watching San Jose get worse, and you're gonna get a better pick out of it. You're, you're so. gonna sit like Ottawa this year, except your is yeah, so actually gonna be competitive. And that was. <laughs> okay, now. I want to talk about a team that we talked about a little bit, and that is the Detroit Red Wings. Because they've been an interesting uh, team coming in. This segment is brought to you by Budweiser. (laughs) And Little Caesars. By Menon. And I guess Menon. So yeah, Detroit's just kind of... I mean, they've... Fuck made a lot of trades but i mean they they i do like you know they picked up dubois chen zach smith dimitri orlov with the uh, larkin. yes the larkin trade was very interesting um which i think that was that's where they got dubois right uh probably with all due with all due respect to this gm uh i would never build this team this way and that's uh, just a personal opinion i mean even the roster is lopsided uh there's no goalie prospects whatsoever um most of their picks are gutted the ones that matter unless you think you're going to find a lot of gems in the fifth round um traded their their first round pick in the next year or two like a lot of things got to come good because Grabner's got, not going to stay at a 64 overall forever. Nobody is. You mentioned the Larkin deal. The Larkin deal should have got a second, third, and maybe seventh look. It's rough for him. It's it, he he sent out Duclair, Larkin, and Zadina and yeah, Selgren for back, Wood, Dubois, and Tatar. Because again, he put himself in cap trouble with his mm-hmm. just. Again, speaking as somebody who has a little bit of cap trouble, but like in terms of what he's 108. But in terms of what we've seen in this league for cap trouble, I mean, Washington was in cap trouble last year, but it wasn't $109 million worth of salary <laughs> in cap trouble. 
Hey, yeah, he was. Washington last year was 115 at one point. Well, take my word on that. But, but also, I mean, he had a plan that I, we talked to him as the mm. trade committee or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I've, I've got, I'm gonna move these five people or whatever," and did so. I like, I, I trust, I trust him to actually fix his cap. Where if Detroit was was in a cap situation and they're not right now, but if they were, I, I. I'd just be like, you've got to do it now. Yeah. Like, I'm not waiting until the last minute for you to say, like, yeah, I'm just going to move Taves. No big deal. Detroit's a great example, too, of teams that didn't really implement any use of even depth for UFA. If you look at his roster, he could have had somebody better than uh, who's his second. He could have had a multiple chase ons kind of thing, right? Mm. Or something like a discount chase on, like. At least something they're gonna round out his roster, but he doesn't. He hasn't really got anything back for moving those roster players. That right. Teams also only got teams only also only has three RFAs on it. Like this is a team that's. It's it's a team that you. It's it's not a future team in any way, right? Like it's it's one of those. He's one of the GMs that likes to make all of his trades to make his team what it is today. But in doing that, he still doesn't have a good team. I I just I don't know how to, to, how to sugarcoat that. Certainly, certainly no Colorado. Um, who has his, is it you, Jeremy? Do you have his first round pick as well? <laughs> I don't think he. No, I it's don't a, think it's Jeremy. like one of the first round picks you you don't have. Wow, crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean Detroit. At, at least I mean they brought in a new GM and he's made moves. So yeah, he's. It's, it's, he's active. I'm not going to fault him for not being active. Um, see the activeness. He's always been great speaking with me. When I... mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I, it's nothing personal. I, like I said, this is my, my own opinion in that I would not build a team in this way. He might and it might work. I have no idea. Got to play the games first or sim the games first. Yep. yep. New sim system. <laughs> I'll see how it plays out. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be there's going to be a lot more depth. Uh, depth is going to be much more important. So, we'll see. center depth. Can we talk? Can we make sure center depth is the thing we need okay. the most? Okay, all right, Chris, we get it. You, I, have, you have center depth. I don't think I can really. I, I think you're asking a lot from a not the time to discuss very old sim. Do you want to talk about your team, Chris? You seem to really want to talk about your team. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Calder. That's all I have to say. Sorry. <laughs> well, since we're not going to talk about Chris's team, I do want to talk about Robbie's team because they're uh, that. You want to talk about a team that's uh, done a one eighty? Um, they have twice. Been... He's done a one eighty twice. Yes, twice. Um, Robbie, how are you feeling about your team? Well, I like it on paper. Um, I'd be curious to see if I can actually make a push into the playoffs because. I'm in the same division as Washington. Yeah, you could be be that third team. I think it's Washington. Like Washington, Carolina, kind of have the one-two. My my view. The Penguins would have been there, but I don't think they're really there anymore. They blew it up a little too much for my liking. Uh, The Rangers have a couple good pieces. The Rangers are that other team with they got some decent re-rates, especially with Panarin and Zabinajad both being like. That'll be an interesting household. I want that video tape. There's a, a fight for uh, like a wild card spot between Lehman and Robbie. If there's yeah. a fight for a wild card spot between Lehman and I, I might I might go low. I want that like live Big Brother feed. I go low bridge on him. Yeah, low bridge. Stone Cold. I think uh, I think what you need to do is probably get a sixth um, Vancouver Canuck player. McCann doesn't count, and and make sure they're all playing on your roster, and you'll win. Because from what I see, you've got Levo, Godet, Furland, uh, Cassian isn't, but was. McCann doesn't count because he's McCann. Mott. Reed, Reed Bushy. I got Mott, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got Mott, too. It's kinda, there's, there's some quiet bottom six connects in there. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> you got Jordan Ben too. Jesus Christ, you've taken half my team. He's got one of the better forward prospects in Perfetti, and he's got the best defensive prospect in Byram. So, regardless of what Robbie does this season, he's built for success in the coming years with Farabee too. 
Um, yep. It's got a bunch of like got it. I just got Benson. I was able to my my biggest thing was was Vlasic. Thank you Buffalo to but make again, that work. Players in the game that are in haven't even reached their prime in Provorov and Carter Hart like. Yeah. Again, you, you Tri are in a triumphant here. Right triumphant here. You never know what's gonna happen in this year or next year. This is definitely um, a similar position team as me, and did a similar move where it was a again one eighty whatever you want to call it. Kind of took something that wasn't working and made it theirs. Yeah, I brought in Eric Carlson, which was crazy. That was a wild move. Yeah, I I love Eric Carlson, but I just I always worry about Yo, players on bad teams. I don't I don't think Carlson's going to be that hot because he got overpaid and complacency is just a human thing. If you get paid that much money. You're just going to be like, well, it's more the term, actually, not the money. It's it's the number of years. IRL, does he have a no, no trade clause, or can San Jose ship him out and try and get some stuff back? I mean, they could. I just don't think they want to. I don't. I mean, I think his number his numbers are still there. His numbers are still solid. I think the the issue is just San Jose just seems like they are just trending down. And it's his term too. It's his term, his hit, and then his injuries. So it's yeah, so many layers to that guy. I think he's still a great player. I just don't yes. think he's worth his contract. Um, um, I, for I what it's worth, he's got a he's got a full no movement clause uh, through the entirety of his contract. Well, so he's stuck there unless he waves it. Yeah, everyone's still get it. But I mean, and and you know, kudos to getting paid. That's not it. It's it's the right. number of years. That's where you're like, okay, I don't need to try for the next seven years because none of them are contract years. Mm -hmm. I think he does. Like, I think he's worth the money when he plays. It's just that's the his thing is he, how often is he playing? Yeah, uh, fifty games a year. And then and that's now, not to say yeah. four years down the line, halfway through mm -hmm. the contract, you may be playing. You're hoping you're hopefully you're getting fifty games out of them. Kudos to the Sens in real life on that one. They they pulled the trigger at the right time on a really hard move. Yeah, that that pick turned into what the number three pick, right? Yeah. Good for them. They hit, yeah. Especially considering how bad the Duchesne trade looked, so they they somehow turned it around with Carlson. I have uh, one more team I want to discuss. Not a huge one, but uh, it's the Edmonton Oilers, just because oh. they traded McDavid. Again. And I, again. Again. If McDavid getting traded once was a thing. It's true. When you get two top ten picks out of it, I think, speaking on Stu, and that negotiation came to me, just speaking on Stu's behalf, like a week before, and he was just kind of poking me just to see what was out there because what I had worked for him if he was going to make that move for McDavid and that um, there was a lot of sticking points for me. And obviously, Robbie knows. <laughs> I went to Robbie multiple times that week. I was like, am I giving too much? Um, but no, Stu has a vision with this team. And like I said, my first point there is you can afford to trade a McDavid when you have a dry cycle. And if the trade makes sense for you, like you can get a lot of, Young core pieces, again, noting the two top ten. So I think Stu did a great job with his moves and again, just shaking up his roster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you looking at this team, I'm or just looking at this team, I mean they have Darlene. I mean they have Dreisidel, Nugent Hopkins, they've got Drew Terry. Uh, and then then their prospects, they they picked up Holtz and Zeri, and then they have uh Kaprizov. Who that's yeah. exciting for them. That, that, that forward Lucas prospect Raymond, group is... And don't yes. forget about Lucas Raymond, because again, that that threw the whole draft mm -hmm. off, kind of, it kind of gave a bit of a spin. Yes. But again, that's him putting his stamp and his, this is the player that I want, I'm going to take him here moment. And I think a lot of, you know, GMs have that moment where it's like, you know, I can, I can try and move down, but on the draft floor, in that moment, like you got to go with your gut. And this is the guy, Raymond, like. And I think he made a really good call. Yeah, I mean, and when you have multiple picks in the top ten, you can kind of afford to maybe take a little bit of a risk as well. So, yeah, I, th I... I think uh, I think it's going to be in in the Pacific. We're going to have 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens in Anaheim because there hasn't really been much movement there. Um, um, I made quite a few trades. <laughs> Have you, though? Uh, yeah, I shook up my roster quite a bit. Let's get through that draft, and I'll have a trade for you. Um, but, I mean, even still, my point was, like, the end of the year last year was, like, a three-team race for two spots. Mm-hmm. And it was you, me, and Stu. And I think that that might just move up a little bit, but that, that three-team race is still going to be a thing. I don't yeah. think any of us. I don't think any of us step back. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, I kind of shook things up, and I kind of left a little defensive depth, and kind of went for a little better defense. But yeah, yeah, I I, I think I'm probably the worst of the three on I mean, paper. Let's see, one, two, three. But it also hurt that Giroux had such an off year this year in the NHL. He is normally a lot better than he actually was this year. But yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm excited about my roster. I I think I'll at least be competitive. I think LA is like the only team in that division that kind of go. Well, they're kind of well, out already. Well, San Jose. <laughs> I, I think you can count San Jose. Out. We got two. Those those will be our our top pick overall watch for this year. Um. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, depends on what last Mike year, with Arizona, and then mm-hmm. every other team kind of is almost about the same as the other one. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I kind of like Vegas is still good. Mm-hmm. Edmonton still has Drysital, it's still pretty deep. Uh, Calgary still has decent pieces. Made it last year that could easily fall out though. Oh, 100 percent. And then I think a lot of the teams in the central as well stepped up. I think like some of the moves like Minnesota's made and stuff like that. I think instead of seeing three teams from the central and then five teams from the Pacific, you might get four and four this year. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping for uh how to spell the word playoffs. Sober So we're I'm just gonna throw that one out there. I doubt he listens to this podcast, but if I can take a jab at Will you take it. No, Will, can, Will can spell playoffs. He just can't type it. <laughs> Love you, Will. <laughs> God, he's been busy. I guess. Yeah, he's been pretty busy. He has a lot of players, and he must have picked up a lot in free agency, and I didn't even realize. He had some of the against the agent uh, the comments. Uh, Minnesota. What you, what you ask of a player? You picked up a lot of guys. I was going for too. Novels yeah. about like you're really? born to play Minnesota hockey. <laughs> just like wow. yeah, no, not that all power to him. Props to him. Like he he put the effort in, and mm-hmm. again, outside of perspective, may have overpaid certain players, but almost if you wanted a player, not... in a way you're willing to do that if you have the cap space too, right? So I think, make I think only one player comes to mind this offseason when you think of overpaid. Oh, who was it? Gusev? Uh, Lettinen? 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 Oh, Nico Lettinen. Yeah, the $490 million per second defenseman. The forward, sorry. Forward defenseman, I don't know. Hey, listen. No, no, that 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 is, Matt, that is Mark Sissick for you, okay? Mark Sissick is a forward defenseman. He joins other forward defense and Luke Witkowski on the Colorado Avalanche. I'll have you know. His, his actual pronunciation of his name is Pissick. Is it Pissick? Uh, they just yeah. don't want to say that on air, so they changed it. That's really... Cause, I did not know that fact. <laughs> yep. I did not know that. Uh, I, I've, I've known of him since his junior days, and it was always Pissick. Well, he's a forward defenseman, and he's on my roster, so I love it. God, I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah, wow. Lettinen signed with Toronto in the uh, NHL. Right? Yeah, in the NHL, he signed with Toronto, which is probably why a little bit of hype coming into this. Yeah. Me, I was interested because I, I like I was I needed prospects and I needed them from the free agent pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, you did not have a lot of depth. You kind of were like, I'm just going to trade all my depth. Hey, listen, I ended up with the cup. Not many. That, listen, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. the ultimate goal, right? Is to win the cup. I, if it works, it works. If you suck for ten years, you suck for ten years afterwards. <laughs> You're not going to suck for ten years because the there's not designed to build that way. 
there's going to be a lot of fluctuation in a couple years with free agency. True. So fun. Who? Anaheim free agents? Well, I'm coming for them. (laughs) (laughs) Avalanche, but close. Close. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun when that thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean. which ones are you talking about from my team? I don't want to talk about it right now. We're on an open platform. We're on an open platform. <laughs> In a couple, couple of years, I might not even have this roster. That great. That's true. He's coming for Hampus. <laughs> coming for Giroux. Back to Philly. Oh, by yeah, then? Back. By then, Giroux's going to be like 34, 35. I don't even know if you're going to want him. Hey, guys, I got a breaking trade. Yeah? Podcast, yeah. Mid podcast? Um, did you make it, or Bob, it happened in the Bob league? Just made a blockbuster and got Stutzel. Did he? No, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm more, I'm, like I'm, more, I'm more, I'm more impressed he didn't join the podcast to announce it. <laughs> wow, Bob got Stutzel, but not in this league. Crazy, wild. I mean, I don't know. I don't announce a trade, but I can't make it official yet. So let's get through this draft, please. So I mean, you can. There's a vote out now. Landis Cog maybe on his way out of Colorado. There was an article I read about it. I don't know what article you're talking about. I read about this article. I don't know what you're talking about. That article never happened. It happened with an illegal trade. It was wild. That reporter was fired. <laughs> Thank God, he really made you look bad. Yeah, he did. You're such a bastard. He's self-evicted. Get me out of this house! I'm fucking done. <laughs> but uh, Lance Cog may have found himself a place where he won't be playing on the third one. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> you mean on any other roster? <laughs> it ain't Philly, and that's a sad. Let's sad let's, part. Let's, let's let's just say. Hey, Robbie, how many Lance Cogs They have quality defensemen coming back to Colorado. Three. Looking to win a chip. Be happy. Well, he'll be happy when he gets here. Won't be back to back. I'm going to I'm gonna slow you down. I'm just going to slowly like bite at your ankle. You're going to nip at my heels? Oh, goodness, yeah. please. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to trade for Landis Cog. Oh. And I'll, it's I'll it's add him to my... It's, it's been Chris this entire time. Chris has been yeah. negotiating with me for Landis Cog. That's the person. I like Landis Cog. Everybody likes Landis Cog. He's a good guy. He deserves better, so we're going to move him on. Yeah. But I mean, Jeremy, you can nip at my heels all you want. You have the second best center in this division. That's rude. Does he? Yes. Oh, right, right. Yeah, McDavid. Oh, second best. It's amazing that McDavid and McKinnon are the same overall. McKinnon had an insanely good year. Oh, I don't yeah. argue that. I think they're, yeah, I could compare them with overalls. The overalls are never going to be perfect. There's always those little tinkers mm-hmm. where you're like, you know, this should be that. and But you just work with what you got. and Yeah. It's also it that McDavid's making twice the salary. For somebody, and I hear he's a, just a pure class, classy gentleman. Yeah? Ryan Johansson. Ryan Johansson. <laughs> Listen, you keep mentioning Ryan Johansson. I'm gonna see if I can fit him under um, the cap. He paid me to at least say his name three times in this podcast. So Ryan Johansson. This podcast, by the way, is brought to you by Squarespace. For, you know. <laughs> so many sponsors. Look at us getting a sponsored podcast, guys. Like great Podca- podcast sponsored by Long Term get... IR. Do you think we can get Ryan Johansson to sponsor the podcast? I think we can get Ryan Johansson on a long-term IR somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And get him out of Nashville. What is this cap hit? Six trillion dollars or something? Eight mil. Eight million, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, he had a a bad year. (laughs) Okay, guys. Next topic. Yes. Don't devalue my trade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you consider talking about what his actual salary is as a devalue, but <laughs> I intend that contract Dark enough to as if. 
Well, does anybody have anything else to add here, or you think? We're... Uh, yeah, I just want to point out that uh, Lipsig isn't going to sign anywhere, so don't try to sign well, him. In free I agency. wanted to sign him, Chris. I had offers in yeah. on him, Chris. You did, and we made a, a a team agent decision that he's a piece of shit. Did you not see what uh, he said about you, Derek, on his Instagram? I, I didn't want to look at it. He was <laughs> chirping some hard shit. Man, yeah. and to think so. he would have been captain of the Colorado Eagles. My God. There isn't even an ECHL team, for God's sakes. Listen, I have enough roster players at this point to field an ECHL team. Oh, I'm aware. Let's, let's get that team going. <laughs> dibs, so, on, so, dibs on the railers. So if we're not going to let him sign anywhere, should I just remove him from the... Yes the system yeah yeah i'll remove i'll remove him from the list too um i mean i honestly didn't expect anyone to make an offer on him right uh and you know I, i'm not one of those people that gets my feelings hurt too quickly but i don't think i i think the world is and he's never going to get a shot in north america again like he's just done so hurts my feelings I like to hurt your feelings, though. Makes me feel alive. Maybe you need a pomegranate, you'll be good, though. Yeah. Fucking pomegranate. Coconut. Okay. Um, I guess that'll do it. It's been a shorter episode, which is what I kind of wanted to do, because we're doing this a little later than usual, <sighs> uh, just because the way schedules worked out. So. Cause it's because we have somebody on the West Coast, so we, yes. we actively made sure the person on the East Coast the further east coast had to stay up later. I'm sorry y'all live in a fucking time machine. How's that my goddamn? We love the future. Anyway. What am I gonna you don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna go sailing. <laughs> you don't, you don't <laughs> know me. I, I have a theory of what you're gonna do. You're gonna go watch you're gonna go watch wrestling. That's my theory. <laughs> no. I'm like, how what's, know what's to watch? What's to watch wrestling wise? Like fucking oh god. Oh, I go watch that on Tuesday that I was gonna make an eighties wrestling reference and I didn't. Go watch fucking <laughs> Sammy Guevara come back and be Chris, like, hey, sake, look, I was gonna like reference back. like Glenn to a late <laughs> You know, Ultimate Warrior in the '90s with his promos. That's the way Glenn trades. There, I did it. I made an '80s wrestling <laughs> reference. I, I think actually he'd be more like uh, the Macho Man. Cream rises to the top. I think that's Glenn. Mm, you think? I, I th because everybody's underestimating him, and then one day he's just going to be good, and we're not going to know where the hell it came from. No, it's going to make no sense. The avalanche or the cream? Because we always go to the top of the mountain. Avalanche down on you. And it comes back down and kills. Like, what did I say about the Avalanche in the other league? It kills 150 people a year. Oh, yeah. Like, the Avalanche, I mean, if we're changing team names, the Avalanche kill 150 people. The Avalanche are straight murderers, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Come back next week. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, you were a good replacement for Bob. And you didn't even have to play the, the clip. Bob. I think I think Bob's Bob's been uh, fully replaced now because he was the highlight of my draft. <laughs> who, I've never... who, who Bob? Oh my God! You have no idea. Well, uh, again, the two-minute timer was a bit of a domino in that moment, right? Where all of a sudden drives oh, available to him. I know. No, I know, but he like. Oh, I wasn't just... there. Someone explained to me what happened. So. The big trade happened, and and Bob comes to me and he's like, "Do you want Drysdale?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. You don't want to trade up and get him. No. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take him. Okay. Okay. Take him. <laughs> really, and really, then, really tried to sell the pick. And then he took him. I took for Freddy per confetti. Fucking confetti man. Mm -hmm. And then I think Drysdale went after me. No. Drysdale went before because he tried. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so basically, the, the, just like, no. Bob wanted to draft Stutzel and Rossi. And if I'm looking at my roster correctly, they are both <laughs> predators. <laughs> I mean, uh, Stu, Stu and my deal, again, ripples on the draft. It didn't go as, like, 
for me, how I planned all season, I knew I had those four, right? So it was definitely an interesting draft for you, me, Bob, Stu, everyone. It was everybody but the Avalanche because we haven't checked into the draft since. Uh, <laughs> since I don't even. I don't even know what round we're in. What round are we in in the draft? Five. Okay, so I have made picks not apparently. Seven. Oh my god! So, are you, sounds are we like round not five? round seven. Guys, we got to start. We go over right? an hour. Do we get another sponsor? Uh, yeah, this one's brought to you by. Um, by I didn't have first two round picks, and then the draft, I believe, was on a Friday night, which, I'm sorry, um, I was out chasing things. Far better looking than draft picks. Um, on the prowl. Yeah, have you seen Sanderson's flow? <laughs> <laughs> But I get to look at Besser's flow whenever I want, so... That's even weirder. <laughs> guys, real hockey in a week, too, so... you know, get some Yeah, God bless. And I was able to enjoy six innings of baseball a night. I'll take it. Six innings of baseball, that's like, what, three days? Like an hour and a half. And then, light, and then lightning decided to happen, so... Uh... That's still on the Thank way. the Lord! See, even Jesus doesn't want baseball. Jesus doesn't. <laughs> like everybody else, just doesn't like Rob Manfred as the worst commissioner in sports. Yeah. Rob Manfred. <laughs> yes. Guy's a dick. Ma- imagine being the commissioner of, of a league and being like, yeah, I don't like that sport. <laughs> I could imagine it because I would say that. I, I I would say that's probably Batman too. I was going to say, I don't think Batman's much of a hockey guy. No. Why, why are you the commissioner if you don't like it? Because it pays me a lot of money. Yeah, Batman makes Batman makes like $12 million a year, therefore he likes whatever hockey thinks it is. He's also good at what he, his job. I mean, people... Yeah, but I mean, commissioners are lawyers, right? Yes. Commissioners are lawyers. They're not... They, they, they might be sports fans. I don't know of any that actually are... Right now, Adam, but, yeah. Adam Silver, I think. Would Adam be. Silver, yeah, I could see him being one for sure. Um, and maybe like the F one bosses, but that's a different world. True. But we're getting completely off track. True. Rude. We we hit the hour mark, so that's a good that. pun. I say F one, you say we're going off track. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> Boom. To you. We had to go for another hour now to get this <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't have another hour in me. <laughs> this next hour is brought to you by Pornhub. It's what Ooh. Bob and Stutzler are doing. Stutzler. There's history, but there's just no porn for it, so we just, you know, split screen. One side is. Yeah, he makes his own. Stutzler highlights and blowjobs. I'll trade for Stutzel. Let's make it happen. I'll be in talk in a few years, Jeremy. (laughs) I guess the last thing I want to address is um, what is the next podcast that you guys like to do? Do you want to do maybe like some preseason stuff? Maybe we'll do like split it into two different podcasts and do like an Eastern conference and a Western conference and we'll just kind of preview everything. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think once we get to preseason time. Ah uh, yeah, so probably September. Break it, well, break it into like, divisions. If everything falls appropriately, I think preseason is in like October, right? Uh, well, no, preseason will be. No. Our preseason is going to be in our preseason. Sure, if we that's in true. September, and then we're just gonna. I think I'm just gonna pull the season from two years ago and just use that schedule. All right, whatever works. Um. But yeah, we, I, w- I would break it up. I would break it up into divisions and go for shorter podcasts again. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll try to go for an hour long yeah. podcast. Yeah. We we don't need to do three hour long podcasts. We're not Joe Rogan. Next time I'll wear pants. I'm not wearing pants either, so you don't have to wear pants. I'll wear pants for you. Yeah. I'm wearing pants on my head. I'm wearing seven pairs of pants for all of you. Oh wow. <sighs> Sweat Seven for each one of us. So there's what four of us <laughs> apart from you. Oh, so that's sorry, one in spirit for Ron. So uh, you, you're wearing spirit pants. <laughs> you know, that's fucking, that's yeah. deep, man. Yeah, that's so fucking deep. 
that on the pod, buddy. <laughs> we need to tag this. I think I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Matt's just going to go back and edit out the last 10 minutes of this. I don't yes. care. I, if if someone is going to listen to this, they're going to listen to the Brought whole Brought to thing. you by browsers. <laughs> Brought to you by your board. Welcome. Brought, okay, I'm... We're gonna wrap this up. If you guys wanna keep talking uh, after the I just, pod, oh. I just want to say that this podcast was brought to you by Matt Landers. Oh uh, yes, yeah, he's he, he's the host. He has always been the host, and he never talks about himself. True. He's, he hits right. buttons. He allows yeah. us to enter rooms, and, <laughs> and then changes the link, changes the link, and then doesn't tell anybody, and then it's I, broken. I, and... I told one person. Low key links. It took it took me five minutes staring at it, be like, maybe this is a new link. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Changes well, links. He doesn't give the deets. I did give the deets. I said I created a new one. You didn't say you deleted the old one though, so it looked like the same well, link. <laughs> well, that's on you guys. I don't know. What to tell you. Blame but, Yanni Gord. When in doubt, blame Yanni Gord. Play ya ya ding dong. All right, so. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I apologize for the last 20 minutes, but, you know, that's on you for listening to this in the first place. I fucking deal with it. I don't even know what that was, but I'm calling it a night.